Hello, welcome to Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. I'm Paul Cochran. I've got Brett Skelly and Tom Swiderski with me. As always, boys, uh, this is getting exciting. We're not far off the game starting, and what we're going to do is we're going to crunch the numbers when it comes to the Western region. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Nice a, region. It is. I mean, I think it's a really relevant region when it comes to this game because we, we've mentioned before, we've got two family names that seem to be consistently turning up in results fields throughout the game, and that being the Turnbulls and the Hewitts. So there's a lot of names that feature with with that surname which run through similar stables and you know have a have a pool of horses where they're sharing the love a little bit when it comes to results. But outside of that, I think if you can find winners outside of the Turnbull and Hewitt stables in the Western region, there's some real value to be found. And maybe that's where you can get a, a, a real point of difference and an ascendancy on the rest of the players playing fantasy harness racing Tom yeah that's right there's plenty of drivers around that 600 to 700,000 mark that are really valuable um, they're riding everywhere in all districts um, I know the Bathurst folk they like traveling so yeah there's plenty of value there particularly around that 600 to 700 K mark all right who is paying 1 million or 195 thousand dollars for Amanda Turnbull yeah hands up I gotta say I have Fred's in yep Hundred percent. I'm a bit hesitant. Tommy's torn. I'm torn. I'm looking at her numbers. Unbelievable. Twenty percent win rate. Thirty percent placing rate. Uh, strike rate. Travels everywhere. An angle Tuesday, Saturday. It's it, she's very, very hard to leave out. But I just I can't afford her. I can't afford her. Well, you must be spending up big elsewhere. Then uh, look, I think there's a real genuine case to be made for Amanda. I I know that. It would something like the last fifteen years she's been she's smashed the hundred win barrier, uh, pumping out bulk participation numbers. And, and I think it's it's going to be – if you finish outside the top four, you get one point in this game. But it's probably going to be pretty rare that Amanda is one of those people only picking up one point because yeah, she finishes top four so often. I've said before, uh, this is a game of more about who you leave out than who you have in your team. And I just don't think you can leave her out. Um as Tommy pointed out before, he's, she's uh, driving in so many regions. Um, she's got great horses like Bandurin, who'll be here, uh, you would think, during the Carnival of Miracles, um, So, which means that she'll pick up other drives there. She'll have more horses to come here. She is just such an exceptional talent um, that I, I've struggled to keep her out of the team. Well, the prices tell you that she is so far in front of everyone else in that Western region. And the reality is the stats tell you that's that's the case too, Tom. Yeah, that's right. You're not wrong. Um, Nathan Turnbull, 935,000, yeah, 250,000 cheaper than Amanda. And he's, he's driving 700 times a year, winning 120 times a year. And he's got great horses too. So I've gone with Nathan um, with, in the Turnbull family, but... Geez, it's hard to leave out Amanda based on the stats. Well, that 260K, that difference, that's a whole extra mm. driver, isn't it? Yep. You know, yep. That, that's one spot in your team that you have to, um, yeah, that you could that you could fill. So, or it's an extra 260K that you could divvy up and, and boost one of your Metro premium drivers or something like that. Well, that's, and that's how it does affect the team too, because I've got Amanda in there and the next driver I've got from that region is 625. So effectively, you, 
you've got to cost yourself two at the top tier to get her in your team. But if you buy if you buy a cheap TV from Aldi or you buy a really good TV from our good friends at Harvey Norman, you're going to get more things on that good TV from Harvey Norman than you will on the cheap one at Aldi. For sure. For sure. So yeah, I guess the analogy is you're going to get more for what you what you pay up for. Yeah, so you, the numbers almost, don't lie. Yeah, you're buying points. That's yeah. what you're buying. Um, so if you cry, if you do the math, so you're gonna is it, and say you went, all right, I'm going to spend one point one nine five on Amanda, and therefore instead of buying a a million dollar driver somewhere else, I can only spend seven fifty. Does Amanda plus the seven fifty equal more than Nathan and mm. Nathan Turnbull and the? And the million dollar driver—that's that's the equation you're going to need to do, isn't it? You know, and say, well, if I can't have Amanda, I can have this. So, what's that point score that in? Because it's all assump, you know, assumption and you know, presumption, all those type of words, you know, where we're we're, we're guessing. So, what is that plus that equal as opposed to that plus that? That's the equation you need to run. The strategy—it's everyone's going to be different too. Um, I'm looking at Brett's team; mine's completely different to his. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, do you want to buy yourself a Ferrari or do you want to buy 12 Larders? <laughs> I've got the Ferrari. A Vespa, something like that. So, um, all right, well, I, I think, yeah, there's pros and cons, you know, but I but I personally, I think the, the pros of having Amanda Turnbull in your team probably outweigh it. It's like uh, just a walk-up bundle of points that you kind of know you're going to get. You can almost bank. Uh, I think having Amanda in your team is – be one of the most bankable investments. Well, you say the pros and cons. There is a hundred pros. Which are the points? Yeah. Yep. There's one con. Price. Just the price. It's just the yeah, and it's the price and and the restrictions it places you elsewhere in your team. That's that's the thing. But it, again, I think part of the strategy with that is going to be around what you do in the metro region, where the that's where the other million dollar drivers are, and and, and to some extent in the you know, in the Riverina and Hunter as well, whether you're prepared to take those high 900s guys that, that are in both of those regions, but it's probably what you're doing around your Cameron Hart's, your uh, Jack Callaghan's, your Robbie Morris, Jack Trainer, those guys, whether you're prepared to throw the big bucks around there, isn't it? That, that's going to impact on what you do with Amanda. Yeah, yeah. And in that Western District, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, lot of drivers in that block, um, that middle block, that are great value. So... Even if you can't take Amanda, there's still great value. You know, drivers like Isabel Ross, she's she's on fire. Yeah, well, I mean, Isabel drives. She's got a, she's got old Luke, um, which is her own horse, but she she drives a lot for Amanda. So when Amanda's not available, Isabel's picking up those drives on good horses. I wouldn't yep. be surprised to see Amanda. Uh, sorry, Isabel at um, Tamora, one of our first meetings. Yeah, yeah. So you know. Um, Isabel, you can get her for six hundred and twenty-five. Yeah. So it's it's not bad value. All right. So we talked about that it's the Turnbulls or the Hewitt. So let's let's have a look at that. Uh, we've mentioned Nathan Turnbull nine hundred and thirty-five. I think he, I think he's going to be really popular based, given that he's just as you said, Tommy, slightly less in price than Amanda, and probably significantly enough less mm. to to make him a legit option. He's just come off, or he's. He's about to close out on a 100-plus winner season. He goes everywhere. He travels. He wins usually every night that he drives. He's picking up at least one. But then we've got these nights where he's picking up three or four on a card, which 
gives you those big chunk of points. Um, I can tell you that his family loves fantasy sports as well, and they're really getting around the fantasy harness racing concept. So maybe that's the little extra incentive that that Nathan needs to go even better in 2023. Um, so look, he uh, all right. Who's going to be in more teams, Nathan or Amanda? Amanda, I think. Amanda will. Um, but I've I've taken Nathan, uh, and I'm looking forward to the the major races in in um, Metropolitan with Nathan's two year old. Um, he won a Group One a couple of months ago, and that horse, I reckon, that's a very, very good horse, and he yeah. could win anything he goes in. Apparently, goes by the name stable name goes by the name of Tupac. Our, <laughs> our good friend Jess Watkins uh, brought up on the Sprint Lane recently. So Tupac is uh, is uh, is better be the best. Yeah, wonder I think better be the best is is going to have a big say in what mm. carnival racing looks like in in twenty twenty three. There's triple so, points there potentially, yeah, double and triple points. Mm. So. Yeah, good one to have on your radar because that's going to be part of it too. It's okay, the driver's great, but which horses are they going to drive? Mm. <laughs> the, the horse or the machine, they're the engine underneath them. Yeah. So that's going to be a huge part of the puzzle. Um, all right, Mitch Turnbull is, is another one. We, we see Mitch travel around to a, a lot of the regional tracks. We've certainly seen him appear at Carnival of Cups races. Does well, does a lot of driving for his dad, Steve, who is such a highly successful trainer in the in the western region so with that as context i think mitch is uh, not bad value at 825 he's a traveler so as we keep saying in all these podcasts try and find somebody who travels who's going across those regions and picking up you know one two three meetings a week um yeah 825 i think he's great value yeah another one of those uh traveling drivers uh phoebe betts um 685000 for her, 300 drives this year across all districts, all tracks. So there's another cheap option there. That's what I was saying. That block there is really interesting. You can make a case for everyone down the list, um, even even someone like Jake Davies, Travis Bullock, around that price as well. Yeah, yeah, there's there's good options as, as you go down the list. What about um, if we have a look at the Hewitt family? So Bernie, Bernie gets big numbers as a trainer. There's no doubt about it. He is... You know, we mentioned Steve Turnbull. Bernie Hewitt is running running parallel lines there from trainer stats. Uh, and Bernie picks up a lot of those drives himself. Mm. So, you know, hence 945 if you if you want to buy Bernie. But he'll get your points. There's no doubt about that. He's, he places 30% of his drives. Um, so, yeah, good option there. You've got to pay for it, though, 940000 Yeah, yeah, so if Bernie's not picking up the drives, then there is a fair chance that, that his, his boys, Doug or Jason, are picking up the drives. They're a bit cheaper. So you, you get Doug Hewitt at 750 and you get Jason at 740 Now, we saw we saw Bernie's horses do really well through the, the around the Bathurst Gold Crown Carnival last year. A good fleet of two- and three-year-olds. I, I would encourage people to have a look at those horses – and where are they going in 2023? Because obviously we're talking Bernie, Doug and Jason are going to be picking up those drives on really good horses who are going to have a big say in what 2023 looks like. Uh, what's your thoughts on let, – let's start with Doug Hewitt. What do you think, Brett? Yeah, well, I'd, the, the question you've got to ask is how often is he going to get the first horse? Um, is Bernie going to get the first horse? Is he a first pick or is – or are they going to line up? 
driver for horse. Who's best suited to that horse? So having these three is a tricky one for me. Um, obviously, during Gold Crown Carnival, they'll be to the fore. They always are with their two- and three-year-olds going through there. They're going to have a lot of horses, um, but, but who's going to be driving what? Um, so that's, that's the big question mark for me. But all three, great options. Who are you picking, Doug or Jason? Tommy? <laughs> Neither. Oh, actually, yeah. no, I've got Jason in. Uh, just double checking. Yeah, I've chose Jason for those reasons you yep, said. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think that you know that where you go, how you, yeah, I, I highly doubt there is going to be a team out there that doesn't have a Turnbull or a Hewitt in it. And I think there'll be most teams will have multiple Turnbulls or Hewitts in it, um, based on their presence and their strike and success rate in the Western region. It's just how you configure it. What combination do you come up with to best distribute your money, and how much how much of your salary cap are you prepared to throw at the Western region? So, mm. so you know, what, what combination do you come up with? Um, I'm a bit like the dog at the butcher shop at the moment. I'm sitting here watching you talk about Bernie and Nathan and <laughs> Doug and Jason, and I've got Amanda at the top and can't afford much else other than that. So, yeah. salivating. Well, you won't afford much either if you if you're trying to get Maddie Rue in your team. Yeah, Maddie, Maddie's a Highly successful mm. driver, um, so you know, Group One champion himself, and travels. Yeah, you know, yep, travels. We see him at Menangle consistently. Penrith churns out winners, exactly. Mm. So that makes him um, an option that I think people should be taking serious notice of at nine hundred and twenty-five. Tom. Yep, agreed. Agreed with all the points there. Yeah, you got him in your team. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> so he kind of agrees. not right now. He kind of agrees, Brett. Um, that's the beauty of these arguments. What about John O'Shea? I know you got a you got a when we were pricing this together, you you had a high opinion of John O'Shea's work, Brett. Yeah, he is. He's a very good driver. Um, you know, he's a good trainer as well. The question is, how often is he going to travel? Um, but at, at Bathurst, great record, um, and through the Western regions as well. The the problem is that we're not covering a lot of these uh, meetings at at a parks and a dub on a Friday night, and he has a lot of success. But uh, at seven hundred and eighty, well worth a look at. Yeah, he certainly comes into the frame. I think at that price point. Same with Ant Frisbee. You know, the the Frisbee stable gets around and um, you know is, is a regular presence on a Bathurst Wednesday night, and Ant picks up most of those drives. So I think he he comes right into the picture. Um, had a great Inter Dominion campaign when it was when it was here. Uh, and, and I know that they've looked to regenerate um, with with young horses. Um, I, I would watch this space when it comes to the Frisbee stable because I think they might be one that have some really good young horses coming through. And uh, you know, at seven fifty five, Ant Frisbee to me starts to starts to come into the picture a bit more. Justin Reynolds is is one that I know is a, is a bit of a rising star through the ranks there in the in the Western region. At seven twenty, he, he comes in a little bit lower. Um, I think he's one that we've probably got the price just about right because I think there's an upward trajectory when it comes to Justin and and yet some might say maybe uh, the data doesn't doesn't necessarily support that price but I think we've got that one just about right and the proof was in the pudding recently he won the the uh, Carnival of Cups the Red Oka meeting at Dubbo with a fantastic drive I know the murmuring around the the grandstand was, uh, gee, he's a good driver, that kid. And I, I think uh, he might be one uh, ready to take the next step in 23. You've changed my mind. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to put him in now. Yeah, I mean, well, he's a 
he's a test case, I, I think, with Dubbo and the Red Ochre. You know, he picked up 20 points yeah. right there. And I think when I looked at that, that was the same race meeting that Nathan Turnbull picked up four race winners. So, yeah, I mean, Nathan got more points for getting four winners, no doubt about it. But when you're going at two is to one, but because you won a Carnival of Cups race, it, you know, Nathan had to win two races in order to get what Justin got with getting getting that. So, um, yeah, I think he's an option at 720. I, I really do. Uh yeah, you've already mentioned like okay, Travis Bullock and, and Phoebe Betts. Nathan Hurst comes into the picture there at seven oh five as well. Jake Davis, Mark Hewitt, I think is one. We Mark Hewitt's been around the traps for a while, uh, and he just picks up one or two winners most race meetings that he turns up at. Yeah, when he's there, he's winning. Um, but once again, the only thing that threw me is that uh, how often is he travelling? Um, We've seen him here at Menangle a little bit lately. Yeah. But, he, so. but he's picking up a lot of hears at um, those parks and Dubbo meetings. Yeah. But obviously great when he's uh, when he's at places like Bathurst. I've seen Jason Turnbull um, do okay of, of recent times, starting to pick up some some winners. So, you know, uh, probably worth considering at 650. Even Emma, Emma Turnbull down yeah. there at f- uh, 560. That's yeah. a good option. Yeah. I think there's I think there's a lot of great options on this list. Uh, Ash Grives, you know, we saw her bring Savvy on through the through the ranks through the Breeders Challenge series and went, went then went on and won the won the group one blue uh, with Savvy on. So Ash Grives, you know, pretty good value there at five eighty. Like if you wanted to go top heavy with Amanda and Amanda or Bernie, one of those, well particularly Amanda, if that was your strategy and you needed to find those mid tier drivers who generate results, I think Ash Grives comes into play a bit there. Um any any of the bargains down the down the bottom end, boys that uh, that have yeah I, I thought uh, Nathan Townsend at a uh, touch over five fifty five at five fifty five is uh, I think it's great value, um, great record. So I, I've I've got him in my team. Is this one of those regions where selecting your team that you maybe need to pay up a bit more for your low for your middle tier drivers and because you may not generate as many points in that sort of two three hundred k area yeah i'm not seeing yeah as i'm looking down the list now there's i don't see much value below say 300 uh, below 400 i'm my values around that 600 isabel ross uh frisbee as you just said emma turnbull uh drivers like that those are the value plays for me um, that's going to make that it hard region. to get amanda turnbull yeah it does it does yeah so you've got to um, weigh up your strategy. Do you want to go heavy with Amanda and put, you know, Jed Jed Betts down there, three hundred and ten. That's that's quite cheap, um, and that's someone you can pair when you get if you put Amanda in your team as a cheap option. But yeah, it just depends on your strategy, really. Yeah, yep. I thought somebody like Jack Buckman as well. Um, I think is a, a bit of an up and comer, um, decent one to have in your team. Yep. I'm just looking at the list. I know uh, Amy Reese is one of the ones that was recently added in the second batch of drivers. You know, if John O'Shea's driving, Amy's going to be there too. So um, depends what you're prepared to take. You know, for the for the price you're prepared to pay. So if you're getting that, yeah, let, let's say someone turns up and has two or three drives on a race car. That's it, and that's all they all they race in in a week. And are you prepared to say, well? They might actually be a driver that doesn't finish top four for me, so I'm only going to get one point for each of those drives. Are you, are you prepared to take the two or three points that that offers up? 
I mean, that, that that's not going to work all that well for an yeah. overall point score. Realistically, and, you're going to have some of those drivers in your team regardless of what strategy you try and put. Yeah. Um, there's going to be those drivers that, you know, they might even have the week off. Um, so, yeah, very, very difficult to manage as well, and it's going to be forever changing as the season goes. I saw Angela Hurst win a race just recently, actually, and she's at 200 grand there. And uh, Maddie Young at the Maddie bottom Young. there as yeah. well. Yeah, she, um, she was a great young driver and obviously a champion, but um, not getting a lot of drives these days. But if she does, um, she's, she'd be a great cheap option, you think. You've got the, the king and prince of Cowra, Daryl Davis and Jack Wade. They, they travel around a little bit through those Western region um, race meetings as well. So, um, yeah, don't don't appear as much at, at Bathurst, which is the primary track when it comes to generating points for the game. But, you know, um, when they turn up, they, they, they do well with a small team. So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting region, I think, boys, for that reason, you know, that Bathurst really is the centrepiece of Western region racing and not a lot of the drivers that are at that really low end of the price point are driving a great deal at Bathurst. So you get, you got to pay up, which has implications on the rest of your squad when it comes to the salary cap. You know, yeah. that's where I think Western region really, uh, really has a point of relevance in the game for the implications it has elsewhere. Mm. And also you've got uh, drivers that go across multiple districts from Western as well, so you've got to give those more weight. Um, I know Phoebe Betts, she goes across all districts. Isabel Ross, Bathurst, Dubbo, Menangle, Goulburn, I think she popped up recently. Yeah, yeah. um, Those are the ones I'm looking at. Interesting region, boys. Uh, I guess we'll... we'll, um have a lot of uh, a lot of arguments, not only with others, but with yourself. I think when you're putting your team together and trying to trying to come up with the right combination, uh, hopefully that that helped people out a little bit there with sort of breaking down what the rest of Western region looks like. As I said, you got to pick five drivers. Four of them will be accruing points for you each week, and you'll have that reserve driver as well that that you need to have to round out your team. So uh, best of luck with it. Uh, don't forget, you've got to get that registration in, ready to go for the 10th of January. That's when the game starts. The first race at Menangle on the 10th of January at Tab, um, Tabcourt Park, Menangle. Make sure you get your team in then to give yourself the best opportunity for getting the, the biggest overall point score possible that you can accrue. But don't forget, there's the league set up. When you go in and register your team, leagues are the way to go. Get it, Get a league go on so you can... You can consistently be in the game, in the in the fighter, in the arm wrestle each week. That's that's uh, one of the great things about fantasy sports. So, boys, thanks for thanks for your time uh, today with getting in and having a look at the Western region. I I, I reckon we help people. What do you reckon? Yeah, or, I think we, we do. created yeah. more confusion. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, if you're getting Amanda in your team, then we've definitely helped people. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Tommy, Brett, thanks for your time. Uh, to everyone out there listening, thanks for that. Um, Please give us a follow, share, subscribe so you make sure you don't miss out on any of the podcasts that come up. And uh, we'll be back with more podcasts as the the lead up to January 10 uh, continues and certainly throughout the fantasy harness racing season. Enjoy putting your team together. We love having your company. We will catch you next time on the podcast. Bye-bye.